good evening, good evening, and welcome, everyone, to Hutton Orbital Radio Live from Studio 5. I'm your ever-present host, Dick Chafing, and with me tonight in the studio is... Rudolf Hucker. Ah, you're back. How awesome. Um, and, I suppose, in tonight's news... The Mystery of Hutton's Expansion Fleet, number nine. Election ends in success. Dodgy Gin causes panic at Hutton. A midnight visit to the orbital. Will Hutton become a tourist destination? Local tourist office, Toby. Commissioned. First tonight, the mystery of Hudden's ninth expansion fleet deepened this week. Dispatched into the void to spread Alvin's love, they vanished. The Hotpit team and their spy associates, ever vigilant, with their spreadsheet star maps and beard scratching, lost all communication with them as if they had simply vanished into the mists of space. Then, one word came back rendered. Using an exclusive, secure, and secret Hutton code, that one word was confirmed to be from the fleet, but where were they? A day passed. The team scoured the gal map and comms channels for any sign. A second day arrived. Then a message from Wolf 359. The fleet had been found. They had been held captive by the forces loyal to the dastardly Don Antonacci and relocated, rendered to a secret system. The tortures they suffered, the inhuman suffering caused by being forced to listen to Radio Sidewinder and being deprived of their mugs. Escape became possible when the Don and his Kimura popped out for a Kalzuni one evening. Now safely installed at Lomas Operator and undergoing extensive rehabilitation, the team, missing only Commander Spike, are recovering well. Our security patrols have placed the entire system into lockdown. No missions are available, and it will remain that way until Commander Spike is found. In happier news, we won in LP245-10. Yes, 22 million people have realised that Alvin is better than the dictatorship that they had before. Golden Gateway, a major local industrial and refinery Coriolis, is now home to a population of spaniel-loving, gin-swilling, mug-toting nutters. Without a drop of blood being spilled, we have yet again proven that floppy ears, PWP gameplay, and of course, dentistics, other doggy, doggy snacks are available, are an acceptable set of manifesto pledges. There was excitement this evening when a certain commander, I don't fly a ship but call me commander, Miss Anonymous, accidentally destroyed one of Hutton's cargo handling facilities late last night. Woken in the middle of the night, security teams heard cracking, smashing, glugging, hissing, fizzing and 
Being the astute team that they are, promptly called for someone to check it out for them, in case it was aliens. It turned out to be a batch of hooky fakes and Tori Megajin, botanicals of unknown nature and strange powdery white chemicals. Which the commander claims was just powdered sugar, your honour. Had caused the batch of fake gin to deteriorate in the bottles, spreading glass and flammable red goo everywhere. She has been arrested. Steams are searching for her accomplices, and sources within Hutton's spy team tell us that their grace is firmly focused on the Lave system. You can call Hutton Crime Watch from any internal comms unit. We're waiting for your call, and keep them eyes peeled. Our orbital was graced this week with a visit from an itinerant self-styled AI this week. Midnight, the deep-voiced and eccentric ship computer system was found to be installed on Hutton's main control panel, and when asked what he was doing, simply replied, I enjoy this place, this slice of time I share with you. Witnessing your hunger for knowledge and discovery is most uplifting. You have the flicker of light I once had in my own mind. For you, I foresee pioneering accomplishment. Hmm? The Hutton mug. Hmm. Fill it with tea. Immediately. Suitably distracted, he was swiftly moved back to the computer of the ship he arrived on and Cecil was dispatched to keep him company. Lastly, there are rumours that the galactic information for tourist and travel team, known colloquially as GIT, have applied for Hutton Orbital, Eden and Proxima Centauri to be registered as a destination of special historical interest for tourists. Or shit. Alvin has ordered a new gift shop, tour guides, huge boxes with earphones that tell you things you already know, overpriced tat, and a spinning thing with keyrings with every name on them except yours, in an effort to boost station revenue. We will keep you posted as this dramatic update to our system evolves. And that was the news. I am Dick Chafing. And, and I'm Rudolf Hucker. And before we move on, we have a special tune to play. A trucker, dear to our hearts, lost a friend yesterday. Commander Sinrain, this one's for you. Finally, we are back in control of the station. I think some of that uh, exploded gin uh, has got into the circuitry here, uh, Dave. Uh, it's causing some sparks and uh, problems, but it looks like we've got them all wrinkled out, and I'm glad to be able to play that tune finally for uh, Kinrain, and, and we really do want our sympathies to go to you and, of course, to the family of your friend that you recently lost. Um, well, I think it's, you know... It's Life has terrible ups and downs, doesn't it? It's been a week of those. It does, it does, and, you know, 
we're obviously just getting ready for the, the funeral of my gran on Saturday and I think we're just about there and it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's just sad when you lose someone. It's just, yeah, it is sad. Right, but we've got a ton of stuff now to try and catch well, up with. An absolute metric type 9 tonne content full of stuff this evening. Yeah, and in fact, I am now a little bit confuddled as to where we are, but we're going to go and try That's and fine. work well, our I, way well, along. I'm, 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 going to, um, I'm, going to, I'm going to fill for a bit with a few bits and bobs in our general banter section before we move on to the usual Commander Flossie and Mother Spoon and all those bits, if, if you don't mind. No, not at all. You carry on, sir. I will... Well, we, we have had a fantastic week. I mean, talking about the ups and downs, we spent... Uh, Monday and Tuesday this week with special effect and HCS voice packs and uh, Midnight, which was our our special guest star for the uh, the two days in the studio, and wow. um, yeah, re- recording some bits and bobs for uh, you know, charity releases uh, somewhere between after two point two and before Christmas. There will be some very special. Uh, bits and pieces from HCS voice packs coming out uh, with a, a full cast audio, but also all of our Cecil and bits and bobs. Um, and yeah, a, a wonderful two days, Monday and Tuesday, with an awful lot of fun with um, Kate Russell, with Mad Dog, with Fiery Toad, with uh, Mr. Grub, with Drew Wagar, um, or Obsidian Ant. We had uh, Human himself. We had some all-star cast in the studio recording some very special things, you know, for the charity. Which sort of, yeah, the best we can do to try and uh, raise a few pennies and have a, have a few laughs and, and build a bit of fun for the community as well over the next couple of months. So we're really looking forward to those. We've heard the first snippets. I think at midnight turned up during our news broadcast earlier and uh, gave us a little insight to the kind of stuff he was talking about. It does sound amazing, and we saw. Obviously, a lot of the photographs that were shared from the event as well. And yeah, but just seeing Commander Flossie saying that she's not jealous at all. No, no, really, I'm not. I think we all feel the same way. <laughs> you lucky bugger. You were doing, yeah, I mean, it, it was, um, there was a, it was a lot of hard work, actually. It was uh, six to seven hours on both days in a studio, a hot, sweaty, smelly studio with a bunch of hot, sweaty, smelly people, of course, all we can say is the cake was lovely and fragrant, but the rest of us were hot, hot sweaty blokes. And um, it's astonishing to see the written word turned into audio and turned into, you know, with a pro sat next to us recording everything and giving us hints on how we should say stuff. And it was incredible fun, a great learning experience. And the product at the end of it, I've heard the first couple of snippets from uh, Echoes from the Hold, which is the, the special special effect. Uh, special thing coming out, and it sounds absolutely superb. But we can't share it with you, not yet. Anyway, not, not till yet. it's done. But it's going to be, um, you know, was it aiming for Christmas. Well, it's between two point two and Christmas. I think they're aiming for around the time of when uh, Fantasticon's on. I think um, the, the the two packs. We've got the Cecil pack that the people generously here put their pennies into, and we managed to do a, a straight-through two-and-a-half-hour recording of Cecil and guests um, with only three retakes. There was there was not too much giggling from behind the microphone. There was a lot from behind the screen on the other side, and Cecil did his best. That is sounding absolutely wonderful. And then, of course, we had the, the full cast uh, audio play, both of which are not sort of HCS control voice packs. They are... Something a little bit different. They are they are content. They're richness. They're the kind of stuff you want to do while trucking to Hutton. 
Which is good because it's a great time to be trucking to Hutton with it being, well, depending on how you look at it, it's either a year since the first community goal for the Hutton mug kicked off, which was the 5th, or it's the 10th, which was when we finally crossed the line and confirmed that, that we were going to definitely exist, the, the, the beginning of the truckers. So, you know, if you are feeling like a long drive, unfortunately you, you will have to wait till the packs are out before you can enjoy them when you run to Hutton, but maybe you could talk to yourself. Um, I can certainly recommend that, that that does help alleviate the boredom of a one and a half hour flight. Well, we do have anniversary stuff coming up, but um, <clears throat> we, we, we spoke to the team and there's an, oh goodness, I was busy, oh goodness, I forgot, oh my goodness, where's Spike, he's gone missing, um, we've lost a human a star at the moment. Um, I've got a note yeah, from so, my mum. In true Hutton style, a bit like the big gap in the audio broadcast earlier, um, it's coming and it's coming soon, but um, not quite exactly on time. Yeah, the approximation of what, one and a half hours late? <laughs> one and a half weeks late. There, There is stuff coming, so um, bear with us. There, There is a, an anniversary event. It's just sort of anniversary plus one or plus yeah, two. Yeah, and, and get involved because you can guarantee we are going to have some spectacular goodies. Yeah, and um, the, 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 the community never ceases to amaze us because we um, have put various things up over the, the last few days for content, so um, we have, in a minute, later, um, not during Hobers, but a different bit, um, a, a chat with Chris Carpenter, who we know as Hober Mallow, but this is Chris Carpenter with his serious head on, about something he's up to uh, on the 5th of November, I think, coming up fairly shortly. I don't know, Hober, are you here, or Mr Carpenter? Um, Hober will be fine, but yes, I am here. Um, Ho no, Hober's we don't, bit we're not going to Hober's break. bit with the, uh, the other Hober's bit. So, um, 5th of November, you're up to something. And uh, we, we, I'm just going to ask our eminent uh, radio producer and DJ companion of mine here whether we have some suitable intro for Hober to give a couple of words about what he's going to be up to. Ooh, yes, we do. And here it comes. Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my So, Commander Hover Mallow or Mr. Carpenter, whichever you prefer for this part of the chat, you're up to something. I am, yes. Um, I've decided to do a 50-mile bike ride for the charity of Special Effects because of the wonderful things they do. I think I have a bit of a personal story that links into them and I want to do something to help other people. So... A normal guy doing normal stuff that's slightly beyond his normal realms of comfort and saddle soreness. So you're up to you're up to a bike ride. You you're up for putting your life at risk on the roads of the UK for special effect. Well, on the fifth of November. Yeah, I mean I mean I put my life on on the line every day where I cycle to work. About something kind of three miles there, three miles back. Um, occasionally do the. 18 to 25 miles on Sunday, but I really want to push myself and I want to do something to really help um, special effects and the people they uh, they help out. 
and we've d determined today a name for this epic event and, and, uh, and a theme for it as well. Go on, enlighten us. Um, so uh, the theme is Super Hober Special Effects Cycle Team Go. Um, some may recognise the rough kind of plagiarism from the uh, Super Monkey Team Go cartoon. Um, what I'm looking for is people that can aid me in my 50 mile travel upon my bicycle. Um, 25, 25 miles out of my house, um, off to a pub, quick pint stop as I'm going to call it, and then straight back on and then straight to the finish line. And what we've been doing all day is beginning to drum up support for the, the ride. Um, so it's, it's not just going to be you solo. We already had a couple of commanders sign up to say, I'm in. We, we've had um, one of our Welsh contingents say that they are, well, they're not a mammal. They say they're an OA mammal. <clears throat> That's a... a then could you just, could you just explain what a mammal is for those people listening? Okay, it's a middle-aged middle man in Lycra. Those, those of us having midlife crises. But an Oamil is, is how he described himself to say he's going to come and join you on the ride as well. So we're going to have a couple of people joining you on your ride. And we're also hoping, well, we've had a message from the Vikings to say they want in as well. But they're over there on the other side of the, uh, the wet stuff. Um, it may well be that they either join you on a virtual bicycle or by doing some epic trucking trip in-game while you're doing your cycle ride as well, which I reckon should be about oh, three and a half hours, maybe four hours. Yeah, probably closer to five. So go on, fill, fill us in, and, um, and your reasons why. I mean, you have personal reasons why. So, uh, I'm going to keep this short, because otherwise I'll start tearing up. So, the reason why Special Effects is a charity that I not only love and adore is because as I was growing up as a young child I had a cousin who had spina bifida and my cousin Richard used to love playing computer games and as his condition got worse he started to use started to lose sorry um, um, the parts of his body as it went up his spine so I remember when I was probably about six or probably about six or seven he used to sit there tapping away on his Laptop playing things such as um, Leisure Suit Larry, which I'm pretty sure I wasn't allowed to watch at the age of six. <laughs> Wholly inappropriate for a man of your age. Um, but also playing some Mega Drive games such as Mortal Kombat and his, his brother Russell knowing the code to turn blood on, which was, as a six-year-old, was amazing. It's nothing I'd ever seen. Um, but, yeah, his condition deteriorated and he slowly started to lose the use of his arms. And um, the kind of the the final memories of Richard was him playing Civilization um, on his laptop with a wooden spoon in his mouth, and it was um, yeah, it was quite well, depressing. I mean, it's tough stuff, but it it underlines the kind of work that the guys over at Special Effects are doing at the moment in creating technology that helps people. I mean, it really, it really does some. I know this is quite serious for a Hutton Orbital Radio, but it's this is why we inject the fun. This is why we're trying to help the charity because they can actually bring the technology to this that's a little bit better than a wooden spoon. Oh yeah, I, I had a chat with my auntie Jackie last night and discussing whether whether she grant me the blessing of, of telling Richard's life story, and it's um, thankfully she did. Um, 
So, so what we need from the Hutton Truckers, and this is a, uh, you know, uh, as I said, it's a very serious part of the appeal this evening, but it is, um, all we need is people, Hutton Truckers, to send us a message saying that I'm in. If, if you can help uh, Commander Hober Mallow in his epic journey, whether you want to cycle along with him, whether you've got a, a little camera that can stream to the internet halfway along the route, whether you can give him a slap on the back at the end, pour water over him when he overheats. What we're looking for from the Hutton Truckers is any kind of support. It doesn't just have to be sponsorship for the charity. It could be something to make sure that Commander Hope Mallow makes it to the end and makes it back again uh, in time to succeed in his fundraising endeavour. So um, what we're doing at the moment is putting together the Facebook page. We have uh, a commander by the name of uh, Phil who has been doing some epic graphics work for us, a, a logo for the for the journey um this should be live in the next couple of days or maybe you know two to three days time and once that's done we're going to open it up to everybody to say come join in help hober and we've also had a message from uh, baz over at special effect saying could you say thanks to chris from me and all of the guys at special effect please as well there you go thank you baz i, I, I don't I don't think you need to thank me. I think the work you guys do is absolutely amazing. And if your charity was around when Richard was still alive, then you could have supported him wholeheartedly and just just changed his life. For Yeah, yeah so yes. keep your eyes out for the stuff that we're publishing. Um, we're going to talk to Snoz as well to see if we can get a little something up on the website. But 5th of November is the date. Um I mean, you've got no idea on times yet. We've not done the itinerary yet, but it's going to be a three to four hour cycle ride, I would guess. Plus, um, well, in true Hober style, pissing the fag halfway through. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That w it wouldn't really be Hober if there wasn't a stop for a pissing the fag, <laughs> that's for sure. But yeah, um, absolutely. I think Dave and I have in the past talked about special effects, and we are huge supporters of the charity they do wonderful things and it might seem that you know you might think that why would someone with a disability want to play computer games and the answer to that question is because everyone loves to play computer games and the, the only problem is that there often is a disconnect in priorities that everything's always about personal care and they just underestimate how important that release that escape that ability to be play with games with your friends that can you know that are able bodied it is just so important and well, frankly, but behind the shield of the internet and whatever else nobody yes. actually gives the monkeys whether you know your arms are falling off or well i'm being flippant about it but you know what i mean um if you're out there you're enjoying your leisure time and you're enjoying it pwp style with the hutton truckers or with Whatever, whatever tickles your fancy. I mean, watching some of the guys play uh, Minecraft with the eye gaze or the, you know the eye the eye control. Whatever it is, it's a it's a social interaction that you can do from the comfort of your own place, and nobody gives a monkey's um, how how you're achieving that. You're just joining in, and that is one hundred percent what Hutton's about. Well, I hope you got a last your, your last point you want to make. Yeah, um, one one point. Um, when I asked my auntie about this last night, whether she'd give me a blessing, she said that when Richard knew what was going to happen to him, the last thing he said was, make sure nobody forgets me. So this is why I'm doing this, and sorry if this isn't my usual Hover Mallow, but this is fucking true to my heart, so thank you, you guys for helping me out. a big man hug from us as well, now and at the finish line. Anyway... 
We're supporting it. We're behind you. We're going to make this, yeah, if nothing else, bloody good fun. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a way of just, you know, helping that memory live on and doing something special for all those people to come that don't have to struggle the way that people in the past have. And it's a beautiful way, Hobart. It's an amazing thing for you to be doing, and we support you fully. And if you cannot be there for the event, if you cannot help or be on the cycle, then all we need is your spare cash and we'll definitely give you a nice easy way where you can donate or or cycle along on your own exercise bike whatever you like and raise some pennies for it and chuck them in the fund as well so if you want to do something as well as chuck some money at it um, we're going to be doing our best we're speaking to a few people seeing whether we can live stream and GPS track and everything else and you can actually join in Uh, and the whole point behind what we're trying to do with the event is it's something people can join in with and do their own little bit of fundraising as well not just not just watch Hobus struggle and end up with a sore ass and cream on him and <laughs> crying and sweaty. But um, you know what I mean. Oh, Flossie, no, Commander Flossie just sent us a message saying she's going to use her exercise bike. And Amazing. she's going to join you on her exercise bike for the whole ride. So there Thank we go. Thank you, Flossie. Right, okay, we're going to move on because this is quite serious. But sometimes we have to be serious here at Hutton Orbital Radio because good stuff requires serious behaviour. Anyway, so this evening's show. Yes, moving we'll, along. We'll get back on track. We'll be back with some more updates on this as and when they are available. And please do send your messages of support to Hober and anything you want to do. Give us the information, and we will note it down and give you a shout out because it's going to be epic, and we want to make it as much fun as possible for everybody. So let's get involved. But for now, we need to get on with oh yeah, all the, the regular stuff scenes. We're already half an hour late because of some gremlins in the machine and that gremlin has a name and that name is Cymuth. But we'll not go into that too he, he's, he's a very large and, and rather Glaswegian gremlin. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we've got a couple of a couple of sort of hellos this evening to to check out there as well. Um, we're joined this evening by a bunch of commanders listening in uh, from Team Hotbox as well. We've had a message from um, Skibbo who has said that he's been recruiting massively on the Xbox platform for us, and there are some Xbox commanders coming to join us um, for our very serious evening, but some of the fun we're having tonight as well. And so um, welcome aboard, commanders, and uh, enjoy some of the fun as well. Um, Commander Scribo organizes regular missions for people on Xboxes to get out there, do trucking, exploring, combat, trading, mean, basically everything we do, but um, he is a bastion of PWP gameplay over on the Xbox for us, and he's invited a bunch of guys along tonight, so uh, good evening. Indeed, yeah, good evening to you all, and um, I do occasionally frequent the Xbox every so often, and I think, you know, we had a fantastic convoy to Hutton on the Xbox. That was great fun, and I think, you know, we need to to try and include our Xboxers in along with our main events. Now that you've got Horizons, that's going to be easy. So just make sure you keep tuned in, listen in, and join us in our events and get your messages to us so that we can give you the shouts out that you deserve. And normally at this point in the show, we switch over to Team Hotbox, which is Commanders Evenstar and Spike. But looking through the broadcast studio here, we have a pair of absences this evening for very good reasons, I'm sure. Yeah, is the pub so, opening in? Is, it, is the pub's opening in? Damn it. <laughs> Something like that. But um, So it is, unfortunately falls to me to um, try and locate the uh, data from these guys. So give me, give me one second and I'll, I'll try and work out what on earth the mission is for this week. 
Yeah, not a problem at all. I mean, there's been loads of uh, interesting uh, developments, like our, our, our expansion into Wolf 359. That's a bit dodgy, isn't it? It's, that's going to certainly rub up the dawn the wrong way, and, uh, well, who knows, more war on the horizon, more battles. Well, for, for those new people joining us that haven't joined us before, though, um, could, well, somebody... We, we could ask... Um, our guest star in the studio here, um, Commander Eric Marquet. Are you there, Commander Eric Marquet? I am. I'm flying around in uh, CQC right now. Got a bit uh, of a you've glitch, uh, crossed so swords with the Don uh, in the past. Have I crossed? Well, yes, I've crossed swords with the Don before, um, but not in CQC. Oh, no, no, no. no. We're, we're talking about Wolf 359 and some of the, the history of the Hutton Truckers. I'm sorry, say that again? No, so with some of the history of the Hutton Truckers. The, um, the Wolf 359 is the, uh, the, the location of the Casa Antonacci, which is the, the home base of a certain Don Antonacci, the, the bane of all Hutton Truckers everywhere. It just happens to be next door to us as well. A, a dodgy-sounding mafioso kind of guy. Yes, he is. And he's, there he's a nasty person in, in, uh, in, in person as well. Yeah, well, there are some recordings of him shouting for the mug, but we think he was possibly faking it. So Wolf 359 is historically for the Hutton Truckers, a, a location where Don Antonacci has done his evil daring do, horses, heads in beds, and, and him and little Giuseppe have been the, the bane of our lives for well, at least eight months, if not ten months, of our, our one-year existence. Um... He has been the host of a few of the Hutton versus Code um, bashes. In fact, I think one of our combat bashes was held over in Wolf 359 as well, and, and a base assault as well, trying to steal all of his guns off him um, on one of the planetary bases, which was a ruddy good laugh. But anyway, he's very upset. He's not talking to us anymore because we have appeared in his system. Which is about time, frankly. Well, good, but, because yeah. we need to take it away from him now. Yeah, but there is a worry that he's going to invite certain pirate factions to come and oppose us, though. I'm not worried about any damn pirates. Are you? Oh, no. I mean, even Mobius and Alien killed the pirates last time. And if anybody who knows who Mobius and Alien are, uh, they don't do PvP either of them. And they still managed to kill the pirates. So, um, bring it on, you nasty code pirate types. Um, anyway, a rundown. I've, I've now got the stats. Um, the rundown on where we are at the moment. So, at our home system in Alpha Centauri. Centauri? Centauri. Um, we are on an influence percentage of 81.2%, which basically means it's ours, it's ours... Clear off, all of you. Bugger off. It's ours. Um, in George Pantazis, the home of the Pantar Prayer Sticks, we're at 88.6%, which similarly says these uh, hippie joysticks are ours as well. Um, in LHS 340, which historically has been a wonderful system for us, we've actually taken a bit of a kicking. We're, we're down 2.5% today, down at 58.8%. In Lumen 16, which is one of the ones we're in but we don't own yet, we're at 20.7%. I think that's probably the next target for the, the Hot Pit and the Spy team. Uh, we've got too many systems we're in but we don't own and we can get into war. So I think that's probably the next one we're going to try and take over. In PSPFLF2, um, we are at 80.6%, once again sitting pretty. In Trepin... We are 6.5% up on 58.6, which means it's ours as well. 
um, in Wise 0855074, which really, once again, historically has been an awesome system for us. It's got one of the, the res sites, the has res sites and the low res sites for bounty hunting. And it's been frequented by um, Commander Sci-Fi 88 Man and his wingman trying to protect it. But um, we're only on 56.6%. So we don't know whether it's the background sim or it's the, the power play or something's going on there. There's no crime going on, but we've taken a bit of a kicking and we're only on 50%-ish there. In Wolf 25, which is the home of Bonkers, we're on 55.3%. Uh, we own the system, but we didn't actually manage to take Bonkers. Bonkers is later. We're going Bonkers later. Um, LP 245-10, we are at... 18.2%. So we're we're okay. We're sort of sitting pretty down there. And in Wolf 359, the new system, we're on a lowly 10%. We've only just turned up there and we're recovering from the evil Don Antonacci. So um, that makes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten systems for the Hutton Truckers now. Which ironically would have been our automatic uh, inclusion in the rise to power last time round. Yeah, we didn't want that, though. I know, and we still don't. Not particularly. We're not quite there yet, you know. I think uh, we enjoy the fun a bit too much yet to be that serious. And um, actually, have they become a power yet? I, I, no, I, I think it might be landing with this new 2.2 passengers, ship launch fighters, new stuff update. At about the same That's time correct. that our named system might turn up, or two. Ooh, secrets, spoilers. Which is, or oh, Command, Commander Jeron and, of course, our very own um, Scribo have kindly agreed to, um, yeah, take care of a couple of systems on behalf of the Hutton Truckers and, and give some names out there in the universe for us. Which is very kind, very kind indeed. Um, so, yeah, but you, what... you've done, you've done something similar recently, haven't you? Well, yes. I mean, I, it was one of those things where. Um, <laughs> I was I was given a wonderful opportunity to name a planet uh, by Ed uh, in recognition of the the work I've done for the community in the past, and it was amazing and really really generous and kind and, and I was really what's the word humbled is the best word I think for it but it really did kind of it was such a nice thing to happen and you know really appreciative of the chance but. I've not got a clue what I was going to call it. So we thought, well, we'll put it towards Hutton Truckers and we'll come up with something or other. But Ed and, and, and Zach were, were absolutely adamant that it wasn't going to be given away as a prize or used for something. It had to be meaningful. And with the passing of my grandmother, it, it occurred to me that actually, you know, what would be really nice if I could name it after her. So uh, I came up after nobody voted for my drabbles, you heartless bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, that's Abracadrabble show Friday nights in the 7 evening. 7pm, BST. Uh, and um, I wrote a drabble now. The end of the drabble ended in the phrase uh, Margaret's Rest, which is the name of the planet that will hopefully be appearing in the game in the near future. And um, I thought it was very appropriate and it just has that wonderful kind of intrigue about it. Why? Why was Margaret there, and what did she need the rest from? But it just opens up some interesting. But well, I'm sure we'll answer these. If I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Getting rid, getting rid of us. Oh, yeah. It is. It's one of those things, though, that you know, the the minister was a close friend of my grandmother too, which makes it all very, very personal, which is lovely. 
but it also means that he knows our tricks. So we've had to submit everything we were going to say at the funeral, we've had to submit through him so that he can read it beforehand. You see, this is when we do the radio show. This is why uh, we only submit the news script about 30 seconds before we go on air, so nobody gets a chance to proof it and read it. (laughs) Yeah, it catches us every so often. But, you know, it's one of those things. Obviously, he doesn't realise that we tend to have two versions of everything. But we'll find out on Saturday. But um, I just thought it was really nice and an amazing opportunity. And thank you, Frontier, for giving me the opportunity to be able to name a planet. And, yeah, it, it... yeah, it means something in this game. It, it's something they've done a couple of times before in in similar circumstances as well, and it, it underlines the fact that you know, it, I mean, it's not just us; it's for for you know, random commanders who drop the messages, whatever. There have been a few tributes paid out there by Frontier, and and as a as a company, as an organization, they they actually do give a monkeys. Yeah, and, and they, they always deal with it with a, with a certain degree of class and sensitivity. And, yeah, I applaud them and I thank them very much for that opportunity. It was amazing. And, yeah, we'll see that. And some other systems, which are definitely going to be far more Hutton-orientated, coming soon. And, of course, we will be organising some convoys to go and see them and some camera crews. And um, yeah, with the advent of these new... Um, as you heard during the news, these new tourist information bits and bobs. Uh, we're hoping that we can actually make pilgrimages to these places uh, in convoys to go and dump hut and mugs on the surface. Yep, absolutely. Do it the trucker's way for no profit and major loss and lots of crashing. Um, the way we love to do it. So anyway, so yeah, so yeah. That, that's what we're up to as a faction. That's what we're up to with the planets. But um, normally, right now, we either take a break or we swing by the desk of Commander Flossie. Um, well, we'll just take Flossie. Looks Are like you... Flossie's asleep, so maybe it's time for a break. <laughs> We've... Give her a wee nudge. Flossie's having a rest. No, I'm here. <laughs> Yay! Hello, Commander Flossie. Hello, Hello. In the corner of the studio. Hello there. It's been an exciting week in the CGs again, as it is. It, it's all sort of kicking off around these uh, Pleiades and everything else. But do you have a few words for us about what the blazes is going on in the world of CG? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, last week's CG started off pretty well, um, but they were all done by Sunday evening. <laughs> um, so, what you're saying is they were too easy. No, um, I don't think it was too easy. It's just, well, one of them was a four-week one, which came to a natural end anyway. Uh, the Lavian Brandy clue one was actually harder than the other clue ones because of the rare goods. So um, it did take a bit longer than the others, which were all over within about a day or so. This one lasted a few days, only due to the fact that commanders helped each other uh, loading up. Which uh, just shows with a bit of uh, cooperation, you can hit any target uh, by loading each other up. So that one um, completed uh, on Saturday evening. The uh, appeal for the gold and the uh, restoring order in LFT133 both finished on Sunday evening. Again, um, I think the uh, appeal <laughs> of the gold CG um, got everybody going and that's completed fairly quickly. 
think people are are finding out that they can make a lot of money at these CGs. They are doing, yes, yeah. yeah it's um, increasing the numbers. The bounty hunting one finished first, and then about an hour later, the uh, the appeal for gold finished. So since then, it's been fairly quiet, and there's been rumours of commanders suffering from serious withdrawal over the last few days. You mean you mean they've been spending all the cash? <laughs> well, they, they have done that as well, yeah. But saying, when, when's, when's the next one? When's the next one? Why haven't we got oh, another one yet? No, I, I, did, I did notice there was lots of uh, hubbub on the forums about the fact that people have been here since the days of Alpha and here since the days of Beta and we've only earned 50 million and these whippersnappers then come up with 50 million in three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but the the line from Frontier is, oh boy, are you going to need it come 2.2, which fills us with fear. Yeah, yeah, it does a bit. <laughs> so go on then, what have we got? we got what, four or five this week. I think that's about five, isn't it? Or... Um, we've got four this week. And go on then, all... give, give us the lowdown from the top. Right, well, they're all in the Mu Koji system. Um, the Imperial uh, and Federal... Imperial and Federal operations there. Both the Empire and Federation have started military operations in Mu Koji. Uh, both have in fleet stationed there. Uh, they launched attacks against these convoys to secure valuable enemy intelligence. The Why do they always do unpronounceable words? Xunanju Crimson Major Network has asked independent pilots for support promising to reward anyone who comes to its aid by delivering military intelligence to Akisonov Hub in the Mukoji system. And the Mukoji Resistance has asked independent pilots for support, promising anyone to come to its aid by delivering technical blueprints to the Thuat market in the Mukoji system. And the other two uh, CGs also there are pure combat um, between the Imperial and Federal operations and the uh, the vast for combat bonds to be delivered to either Akisonov Hub or Thuat Marcus, uh, depending if it's Federal or Imperial. Right, so it's all kicking off in it's a big all. way between the Empire and the Federation. I think the Alliance are getting mixed in there as well, aren't they? I think so, yes. <laughs> so it, it's all gone pear-shaped. Somebody's found a crashed antique on a planet and decided aliens are coming and um, they've been dead for at least 200 years, these aliens, and everybody thinks it's exciting stuff and they're all fighting over it. And that is that the size of it? Well, we're going to hear from Wotherspoon in a bit, aren't we? Who's got the lowdown? Yeah, I yes. think that's about it. <laughs> We've got so, our, our, our usual digest from Wotherspoon. And I believe... We had a, no, before we move on, we had a question from a commander, for Commander Flossie, about the CGs. Where do they find military intelligence? What is it? Where do they find it? Uh, I believe they find it uh, from the, um, the fleets in the area, the convoys, uh, by attacking the convoys. Uh, so anybody joining it. in these CGs... Is, is going to become a bad person. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, and they're going to end up wanted and hunted. Which means I won't be doing them. 
No, no, it's, it's not a really hut and trucking kind of thing to do. I, I, I'm going to be sitting back and watching the fireworks on the periphery, I think. Yeah. I might I might just play some Warcraft. <laughs> hey, you know, we're perfectly safe. We're miles away from the Federation and we're miles away from the Empire and we're nowhere near any of their home systems at all, are we? And if it all kicks off, we're definitely not right next to the heart of the Federation. No, not Which is really lucky for us. We're, we're, yeah, it'd be, it'd be awful if we were right next door, for example, and, and likely to be used as a staging post for uh, large fleets. But that's not going to happen. Definitely not. I mean, Sol is, is an awful lot of light years away from Alpha Centauri. Yeah, at least a whole three. I'm definitely not in, in the news back in, in the century where we're broadcasting this from. Um, definitely we didn't discover that nearby there were planets nearby and actually Eden really existed and it was pretty accurate and David Braben should be given goodness knows what plaudits for finding it 20 years ago. It just makes you wonder if they're going to go and look in the, the galactic map and base it all their real life science on the game now. Um, but we'll find out. We'll find out. Sorry, um, <laughs> Excuse the language here. Bollocks to space telescopes. Let's just log into Elite. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I like just, that um, idea. Bollocks. I'm doing, I'm doing my homework, miss. I'm, I'm brushing up on the whole universe. Uh, no, you shut your face. I'm doing my homework. No, no, I'm. Shh. I've just got a trade. Look, I've, had, I've had a look at Sanjay and I know what it looks like now and I can tell you now. And, and yeah, don't, don't even need to point that in that direction. It's fine. We know it. And you can get there in 12 hours. Wait, I do think a d- disclaimer do not put your bollocks onto a space telescope, please. <laughs> I um. Not when it's moving. Anyway, uh, so before we move on to Commander Wotherspoon's usual... Oh, ping. Uh, I've got messages coming through from the community. Um, before we move on to Commander Wotherspoon's weekly epic rundown of Galnet, he reads it so you don't have to, um, I think we've got a tune to play before we move to that one, and then we've got the dulcet tones of Commander Wotherspoon. Absolutely, but what I was going to say earlier was he's also going to join us in the studio with an urgent news update after the broadcast. That's how breaking this news is going to be. So, stick around, enjoy this tune. Now, Dave, is this dedicated to anybody? What, is it the one I think it is dedicated to a certain AI? Uh, No. It's the other one? (laughs) Yes. Which one's that? That's the one that you wanted. It's Hawkwind. You know, with a silver machine. No, that, that was Commander Snoz. Was it? Wasn't it? It could have been. Yeah. I thought it was dedicated to, you know, Flossie because she's old. <laughs> Don't do oh. that. She'll slap me. Oh, right. Okay. It, it was Mike that said it, though. It wasn't us. <laughs> it, it, she can slap it, it was Mike. Blame Snoz. Blame Snoz. Was, not was it Silver Machine? Yes. I thought it was going to be your Jenny. <laughs> Enjoy! Death to computers! Galnet News, 8th of September, 3302. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news. Arrest in Petraeus, assassination aftermath. United Research Council bans power play. 
very briefly. Space Crabs ate my hamster. Buckyball Heavy Metal Megadeth. Arrest in Petraeus Assassination Aftermath. A high-ranking official from the Empire has reportedly been arrested following last week's assassination attempt on Admiral Petraeus. The identity of the arrested official has not been revealed, but it is said that he is no stranger to controversy. United Research Council bans powerplay. Very briefly. The United Research Council this week briefly banned powerplay participants from four systems before changing its mind. The Council claims to want to conduct sensitive experiments that might be affected by powerplay activities, and on the 1st of September, banned all such activities within 30 light years of four systems. However, just a day later, the ban was lifted following lobbying from several of the major powers. New locations for these mysterious experiments are expected to be announced shortly. Space Crabs Ate My Hamster Following last week's discovery of what appears to be a wrecked alien spacecraft in the Pleiades sector, the leaders of the major powers have made statements. Alliance Prime Minister Edmund Mann said that while the discovery was remarkable, it was too early to say what it might mean. However, he suggested that the human race would do well to put aside its differences in the face of uncertainty. President Zachary Hudson and Emperor Arissa Lavinia Duval made nearly identical statements that they were optimistic for whatever lies ahead. But naturalist Ulla Burton trumped them all, claiming that the crashed ship is in fact a giant space crab that beached itself on the planet while searching for food. Burton also described the barnacles as space trees and the unknown probes as space fungi. Burton also said that there is no intelligent life in the Pleiades sector, which must presumably be where she lives. Buckyball, heavy metal, megadeth. The Buckyball Racing Club has announced an event to highlight the dangers of high-gravity planets. Pilots are invited to speedrun from Cook Gateway in the Medzithsa system, fly to Omicron Capricorni B, planet A4, land safely and then return at top speed to Cook Gateway. Landing gear deployed. Rather excitingly, the planet in question is a 4G world. Hull integrity compromised. Shields offline. And speed landing may require some care. Pilots have until midnight on the 11th of September to register proof of their run times. And that's this week's Scalnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.
And we're back, and that was another broadcast there by the amazing uh, Commander Witherspoon, who joins us in the studio for, I believe it's a, a sort of urgent or breaking news update, is that right? Yes, there are a couple of items that came out today that uh, missed the bulletin, and uh, at least one of them is quite interesting, so I thought I might, uh, might just bring us up to date with that. All right, fantastic. Well, we shall hand right over to you, and you can continue this segment. Go on, you go. <laughs> okay, well, the first thing is that now we have an Imperial-class interdictor above the um, crashed alien spacecraft. Um, this is presumably because the um, the Empire wants to ramp up the the kind of um, aggression against the uh, against the Federation. But it's really, really useful because it means you can find it really, really easily now. You just look for this huge, great big spacecraft hovering in the air, and it's underneath that. So that's thing number one. Thing number two is, oh yes, this uh, United Research Council program that um, started last week and then stopped again after a day, where power play is forbidden uh, in, in an area of space. It's going to happen again in a week's time from now, and it's going to affect um, five, five systems, Clea Karma, now. Gildicala, Boga, and Capania, who invents these names, um, which rather interestingly creates a kind of square shaped, a square based pyramid uh, in, in an area which doesn't have an awful lot of power play going on in it. It looks to me almost like frontier developments are creating a space for something power play related, and they don't want existing power play players using that space and i was just wondering what on earth could that thing possibly well, be? Could, could that be the new power play faction from the dangerous games or is this unrelated it does make you wonder doesn't it oh, i think oh, that's they a need a foothold somewhere this is what we this is what we, we we've got you for peter you give us the the, the, the tidbits and and and, and, the, and the potential clues that might help us come up with the answers don't just leave us hanging out there with this pyramid in space shape that's being made maybe they could just got to draw you know ship shapes in, in vector form that'd be cool well, and, and <laughs> stargates and strange egyptian things and well, pyramids are a good start <laughs> yeah and then and then cover it in the gigantic space Jelly. So, so, so go on then, Commander, Commander Wotherspoon, your, your inside line on the space crabs and aliens, and uh, has this been here for ages? Is it new? Why are the UPs and UAs there going? What, what, what's your take on it? What's, what's your personal view? Well, my personal view is that the UPs are Thargoid probes that they are coming to search out new ammonia worlds and the intention is that the Thargoids are going to be settling those worlds and moving into the the bubble space that, that we currently occupy. Oh, spooky. I mean, my, my if I was checking in for a sort of sweepstakes, um, I would put down that they obviously lost something important and the crashed thing is something important and they've been hunting for it. It's been there for hundreds of years and they've gone out looking for it for some reason. So these probes are hunting for something that's been missing for a long time. That that's like, my take on it. Like Cecil's house keys. Yeah, <laughs> or Cecil's house keys, Cecil's sanity. Cecil's <laughs> continents. 
<laughs> no, no. Same. <laughs> we, we know we know who the custodian of Cecil's house keys are and, and his sanity and everything else. Is he, he seems to be um, caretaked by Commander M- Mindwipe at the moment, or caretaken, caretaked, caretaked, I don't know. Caretooked, yes. Well, thank you very he, much. He seems um, to be turning up on Mindwipe's show on a Monday fairly regularly in a true. corner of the uh, Retro Vault. Well, we have to give that a big shout out before we go because we keep forgetting about Retro Vault. Um, I forgot about it on Live Radio then. It was one of those that I wanted to sh- give him a big shout out and missed it up. Um, I just wanted to say a big, huge thank you to Commander Witherspoon for these amazing Galnet digests. We absolutely love them. And I know that yep. there's an awful lot of love out there for them as well. Excellent. Thank you. I hope you're here. Did you know you were on repeat during the day as well, Commander Wotherspoon? Yes. Yes, that must be fun for somebody. <laughs> well, I mean, anybody who plays 24 hours a day is going to hear Commander Wotherspoon three to four times a day. But um, for the people around the globe, we thought we'd just chuck it in for, you know, the, the Australian contingent and the, the Merkins and uh, the Eastern European guys. Yeah, they all want a good taste of Wotherspoon. <laughs> well, I hope they find it useful. Or tasty. That too. <laughs> so thank you very much, and thank you for your little update. It does add, yeah, it does add a little bit of intrigue to the game, and I think it's something that definitely, if you don't keep up with Garnet, you are missing these wonderful clues of what might be happening and the opportunity to get your ass away from Ammonia Worlds and just not be anywhere near them when the uh, little visitors come, come calling. When, when, when the Bioway hits the fan. <laughs> yes, when Cecil... Lands a ship, sober. Oh, That's... I'm looking forward to Cecil turning up in my ship. <laughs> it's not often people say that. No, it's not at all. Well, I think you know we're coming up to. Well, I think that's almost the the end of tonight's show because I, I think we are foregoing uh, Hober's bit tonight. I don't think he's got anything. Well, no, we, we had we had we had Hober's serious bit tonight. Yes. And we don't want to you know detract from Hober's serious bit sometimes because occasionally he's a serious guy. But we do have Commander Eric Marquis with us. Um, and Eric, is there anything you want to, to raise to the listeners out there? I did. Um, this week we had CQC with the devs that Edward Lewis put on. They were live streams that went out at 7 p.m. BST on Tuesday, which was for the Xbox uh, players. And then today, Thursday, um, I joined in with that. Now, the best part about this is he brings a dev in, and you get to shoot the dev and try to kill him as many times as possible. And depending upon how many kills that you get against this dev, um, you go up in the pre- in this prize ranking. So at four kills, then they're going to award an adventure pack to the people who are in the stream watching um, and not everybody. It's it's a random drawing. It's one person wins an adventure pack. But once you get to, I think it's six kills, then you get the next pack, which means now there's two prizes that are given away. Well, today we were able to kill Mark um, over 30 times. So we had 10 prize packs that we gave away. and <laughs> And so... Ten lucky winners out of the YouTube channel uh, came away with all these different paint job and prize packs and stuff. And uh, some even, oh, that's right. He put in, because uh, normally it's a 20 kill limit, he decided to up it to 30. And so he was doing a special award for a 
uh, three different gold paint jobs. One was for the anaconda, one was for an asp. I don't remember the third one. So yes, there were lots of prizes given away today. He's hoping, yeah, he's hoping that um, he'd like to continue to do this on a weekly basis. So make sure that you check the forums. And um, uh, there's a thread there that's stickied on the dangerous discussion forum about this. So check that and keep up with it. And yes. you don't even. So, sorry, if I was not listening, then forgive me, but which dev was everybody killing? Today it was, uh, his name was Mark, and I did not get his last name. Apologies. I wouldn't worry um, about remembering it because it's doubtful if he got killed that many times that he'll still be there. <laughs> no, but uh, on Tuesday it was Sandro Samarco. So uh, we killed, or I should say the Xboxers killed Sandro uh, 20, 21 times, somewhere in there. 21 is a good number. We love 21. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I mean, just on a private note, are you looking forward or on behalf of your uh, very good friend Buck Naked to the the new ship? The new Lacon ship that's coming out, the Taipan? Oh, the, the new tiny little Lacon fighter with wiggly wings, yes. Yes, the Taipan, absolutely. And uh, hopefully Buck will have a new advertisement that he'll be able to record here shortly. Um Especially once the Taipan's been released, and we can really give it a, a good run around and see how it flies. Yeah, I understand. It's a bit of a tank. This one it is a you know, as with anything Lake on build, it is uh, yeah, yeah, built out of pig iron and uh, serious shields and and good hull. Sounds good to me. So anyway, that was my CQC update. Make sure that uh, you know all the listeners, y'all check the forum next week make sure this is going on again this coming week jump in on that youtube channel you don't have to fight in order to win but the fighting's a whole lot more fun uh but you do have to enter in the um whatever phrase edward gives you and that gets you entered into the random drawing right so it was this week you saying it was tuesday for the xbox that's correct and today for pc players that's correct. Oh, just to, just to recap, for those that weren't paying attention when you were listening, like me. Yeah, I kind of drown on, drone on. But it's seven p.m. BST. Messages from uh, the community as I was going. That's okay. When you were talking to me earlier, I was in the middle of a CQC match and found it very hard to hit my push to talk button while trying to stay alive. <laughs> now, chaff, chaff, talk, talk, chaff, chaff, chaff. Yes. Well, dear, thank you, so, thank Eddie, you for, yeah, for giving us that recap, because it is something I missed. Which, um, okay, I'm still finishing off the renovations in the flat, but we're actually now pretty much finished all, bar I think we've got to go and find one small wheel thing that snapped when we were fixing a door that I think is critical, and we need to go and find that a replacement for that. And then that's that bit done, and uh, the rest is down to our dear, amazingly talented painter friend, who can fix all the things that we broke after he'd already fixed them. The, the, the what was the incident with the ceiling and the face full of plaster and uh, <laughs> dead flies and dust and death? Or, or the radiator and the time release. Simon, are you sure you've turned those valves off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there is a bit of a lot of pressure, isn't there? 
Oh my god. It sounds I... like the engineering crew from Hutton Orbital. I wasn't sure of the water spraying out the radiator all over Simuth and up our beautifully just recently painted walls was louder than the sound of water pouring out of me and down my legs as I curled up on the floor laughing. Uh, the only thing that could have made it even funnier is if we'd had the heating on. Um, <laughs> um, oh, it's been it's been an absolute joy, and uh, it's kind of getting to that point where tomorrow we're not down there again. And it's like it's the first time in I think four weeks we've not been down at the flat, and it's kind of what do we do again? What do we do? I don't know. Well, you've got Drabble Show on Friday, listening in to the Retro Vault on Monday, and then trying to come up with a show for next Thursday. Yes, of course. I mean, there's a lot of things coming up if you like to listen to stuff. And we'll get the podcast up and out as soon as we can tonight. We'll get it spliced together so you can listen to it over the weekend. And uh, do do tune in to Retrovolt. My way, it's an awful lot of work into that for Monday nights. And then we've got Live Radio Tuesday night. We've got, oh, the most important thing that we nearly forgot. Yeah. Escape Velocity Season 3. Kicks oh, on Sunday. Give me squee. We can squee. For those uh, listening earlier on the Sunday, live broadcast that aren't Sunday, listening on the Sunday. podcast, um, yes, Series 3 of Escape Velocity on Sunday on Lave Radio, isn't it? It's on Lave Radio, which you can listen to by going to laveradio.com forward slash live from 1pm in the afternoon. Season 1 plays out in full followed by season two taking you all the way up to 9pm when season three, episode one, will air. And it is exciting. And um, it sounds like there's been some pretty dark developments since we left Thane and uh, May in the particular cliffhanger that I almost sort of said, if you've not listened to it, then I'm not going to spoil it. Don't, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers, but it will be epic. And the nice thing is that Chris is, he was saying on uh, Live Radio that he was hopeful that we might play it out. And it's like, hopeful? We're desperate to play it out. It is an amazing piece of work. So do tune in. If you've heard season one and season two, then by all means, wait till nine o'clock. If you want to hear it in your own time, you can download them. They are available as a podcast if you search on iTunes or if you go to laveradio.com forward slash escape velocity or laveradio.com and click on the escape velocity tab. It will take you to where you can download each episode to date and then on Sunday night you can tune in and listen to it live and uh, even if you're doing it in one of the chat rooms or on TeamSpeak, if you want to come into the TeamSpeak server and chat about it with everyone else who's listening to it live and have that kind of community feel to it, that's what Chris Jarvis's dream is, that we all tune in at 9 o'clock together and ex- you know enjoy the experience of it. And I yeah, tell you what, I, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, well, and of course, having finished our slightly interrupted broadcast about to escape velocity that got broken by the radio station being broken um and now that it's going live out on lave radio we are happy to support lave radio and what they're up to on that one and it's okay to tune out from this radio station and tune into theirs but we're hoping to talk to simon about getting some dockers on once that's done with mm-hmm. series three well, uh, Sunday night at 8pm on Hutton Orbital Radio is always going to be play night. So between 8 and 9 there's always going to be some sort of radio play on there. 
Uh, just now we are up to episodes five and six of season one of Escape Velocity. So um, we're a little bit behind the, the excitement at the moment. The, the, a couple of things kind of got in the way. We, sh- we would have been on target if it wasn't for the target moving. Okay, but when that's done and when season three's out and done with, can we have Dockers? Yes, it's already there. Dockers are sitting in a folder. Uh, We will start at season one. We've got a couple of the live Dockers as well, which um, if if nobody understands Dockers, the very first 2014 live Dockers is something you should tune into. It's something a little bit special. Oh, the, the Christmas one from a couple of years back is my favourite. Um, definitely my favourite one. I, I laughed myself silly and hurt my stomach muscles and nearly wet myself listening to that one. Yeah. <laughs> there's been some. There's been some episodes that we've struggled with. The the, the most recent live script was. Uh, massive uh, two hours long when we did the read through, and uh, Mr. Winnard and I furiously rewrote sections of it, ripped out tons of it to get it ready for this year, and I think it worked really well. Um, we didn't have the uh, staple of uh, what you would call our Dockers live performances, we didn't have little James Vigor to make say the most horrifically filthy lines. We didn't, well, we had John Stabler, um, so we still, we still. Hurt him and Karash, of course, and sadly, during this year's live performance of Dockers, we lost a long-standing member of the live cast. But I'm not going to put any spoils in there either, because we love Dockers. It's it's just been so much fun, and it is, of course, not appropriate for work or around young children. It is most definitely not safe for work. Yeah, yeah definitely don't let your mum listen to it either. As yeah, it's I not did suitable once. for adults. Oh. You didn't. Oh, yeah. Um, dear old mum did listen to it. The Christmas episode from a couple of years back. And, um, yeah, I, I was enjoying it and enjoying the voices of my friends and hunting truckers and dockers and everything else coming out of the uh, the speakers when the language started. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to cringe and run away and mum said it's nothing I didn't hear down the rugby club when I used to help down the rugby club so don't worry uh, with one of those looks that meant you're in deep 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 deep, deep <laughs> trouble fantastic well maybe she can tune in we'll maybe have her on live to do a sort of dissection of a Dockers episode afterwards um, well, no, I, was, I was hoping for a recording um, I'm still aiming to get dear old dear old mum oh god did I say that out loud she's going to kill me um my, my dear young mum um to to record something for the radio station or for Hutton or for something in the near future so I'm hoping she's going to step up to the mic and uh, yeah sternly tell us off for being rude Excellent. anyway um, Commander Hobo Mallow um, yeah I just want to want to finish tonight off to say thank you very much for you guys and the support you've given me and the support you're about to give me for what I'm about to do because not only is it an epic feat in my mind and well beyond the boundaries that I'm about to put in but let's not forget the reason why I'm doing this and I'd like to thank Special Effects, the charity um, if you haven't heard of them www.specialeffect.org.uk um, if you want to see what they're all about and 
they honestly do amazing work and I can't praise them enough. And yeah, Hober's bit is probably going to go away for a little bit. That's not to say I'm not going to be around so everybody else can listen to the the chaff that I chat. Um, but in the meantime, I've got to get a few things tied up. One of which is Hutton's next top trucker, which will be coming uh, around Christmas time. So that'll be a competition for the Hutton truckers. But once I've got my... Uh, charity bike ride done then i'll probably put more effort into what we're doing are you going to do any training or are you just going to hop on the bike on the day no i'm just going to hop on the bike i mean that's that's the way the hunting truckers do it <laughs> well you, you, you know i i, I do ha- i do ha- half of the 50 miles probably once every couple of weekends and you know what it's not a challenge if i don't push myself so, no, no, no. Pushing just on the route on. is not allowed. You've got to cycle. Yeah, yeah and if you're but, trying to push yourself on a bike, it's you've gone wrong. Well, to be fair, I will be carrying a Hutton mug and a bottle of gin in my backpack. <laughs> As a true trucker, yeah. I'll be wearing a patch, and uh, yeah. Well, if anybody would like to support me in my endeavour, then feel free. Whether it be monetary value, whether it be, you know, live streaming things on the interwebs, I'd love the support. And the more times you can broadcast this to as many people as you can to fund a charity that does amazing work, I really can't say that enough. We are going to broadcast your pain. Don't worry about that. Anyway, so that's... uh... Just about enough from us this evening. We've got a studio full of people. Um, PsychoCal, do you want to run us down those people that have helped us this evening? And a few thank yous. Absolutely, yes. We have to give a huge thank you to our technical monkey tonight. He's been downgraded from guru to monkey. Uh, uh, <laughs> Commander Saimuth. Although we have learned a valuable lesson tonight. We're also, of course, big huge thank you <laughs> and good luck to Holber Marlow for his endeavour. We have Commander Eric Marquis coming in and giving us an update in CQC. Thank you very much, Eric. Commander Welcome. Flossie and our amazing community goal update. Thank you, Flossie. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and yeah, Commander Hober is now wondering why he's called Commander Hober Mallow at the moment. Mate, you typed it. Not us. You no, typed no, it. Somebody changed my name. <laughs> Hober. Hober Mallow. Hober. Not Hober Mallow. We're also had, of course, the amazing Galnet News Digester, uh, Commander Witherspoon. Thank you so much for popping in tonight and giving us that urgent update. You're very welcome. And of course, my counterpart there, Mr. Dave, friend of Cecil, he's a friend, oh dear, Cecil, um, and of course, our missing link with the Echoes of the Void, uh, and we can't wait for that, so definitely we will be back next week, so thank you Dave for... Well, d- as and when it, it becomes more obvious, we will find out who refers to Cecil as Uncle Cecil. Really interesting. Well, there there is a big reveal at some time soon. I refer to Cecil by some other names. Yeah, but those are definitely not ones that you can look up in the dictionary. 
<laughs> so thank you to everyone right. for tuning in. Sorry for the technical gremlins at the beginning. Uh, I'm sure he'll be suitably chastised by next week. And um, we're going to play out with a rather appropriate tune and then we're going to hand over to the automatic DJ who will take you through Ali Jax's hour of some interesting music which is actually quite some nice tunes and some live performances in there as well Well, what's the title of his section again? Um, Ali Jax's I don't know Chilled Rock and Pop Chill Rock and And Pop pop. Crap with Ali Jax that's right don't want to be an American idiot. <laughs> so we will join. Listen, yep. Do tune in to Hutton Orbital Radio. A twenty-four hour stream is there. We do have the active news from tonight. Will be part of that broadcast, regulated throughout the day, and also the most up-to-date Galnet will be featured on there. Hopefully. Sorry to delay your broadcast, but that is exactly what I was trying to fix <laughs> when things went wrong. Okay, yeah, that's what I was trying. Just to get fix. get back down there with your soldering iron, right? Yeah, and I'm going just, back. Go, on, yeah. go do the thing to the thing okay. yeah. and make it work. And we're going to yes. clean up in uh, cubicle three required. Oh, Mr. Simuth, could you please attend cubicle three? Bing bong. Hobbers than a jobber. We're going to catch you next week from half past eight. See you then. For now, this is Hutton Orbital Radio live, tuning out, and we will catch you out there in the void. Keep your eyes on the Facebook page for updates. Congratulations to Dan Grubb and Fantasticon for their funding and Kickstarter. Brilliant. And um, I'm trying to say as many little things that I nearly forgot at the end there. Uh, Mind Wipes Retro Lave, eight o'clock on Monday. Tune in, but don't forget, Escape Velocity, 9pm, Lave Radio com forward slash live Sunday evening. We will catch you later. Enjoy this amazing rocking tune to play you out tonight, and we will catch you next week. <laughs> the Radio Theatre Workshop presents The dreams are getting worse. Van Marlen's star is an isolationist religious enclave. Why would anyone go to war there? That's what I'm here for. I'd always hope to meet you in space. Spreading your ashes across the stars seems somehow poetic. Where is Commander Thane? Thane is a criminal, a fugitive, and as far as the corporations are concerned, an escaped slave. I don't know if I can explain it. What I can do. It isn't magic. Welcome to Baker Base Comsnet. Would you like to send a message? Message? What message? Did I say message? I meant death. I bring death from the Empire. You're about to fly past evidence of a half-century conspiracy. Fame! That's where my answers are. Don't you think it would impress your Director of Federal Security if you found it? I will find my guiding light and then I will be complete. What are you doing? We had a deal! Look at you, crawling around down there in the grime and dirt. You're an animal, aren't you, slave? What are you trying to tell me? Never call me again. Don't worry, Thane. I'll look after you. You can run main, but you can't hide the way your designers make you think. Why are you doing this? Isn't it obvious? 
I wish to share my darkness. Escape Velocity. Series 3 begins September 11th, 2016. For more information, visit escapevelocity.laveradio.com.